Greetings. You've entered into the Paracosmos where anything is possible and everything is probable. I'm Lacey and it's a new year. <laughs> and yes, I'm still queer. <laughs> and we're just glad you're here. And I'm Leah. <laughs> I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2022. Gosh, <laughs> let's hope that this year is... It's gonna let's just say it's gonna be better. Let's just go in with the saying that this is gonna be better. <laughs> I hope, but <laughs> then again, I'll my say, expectations are so low. <laughs> I'll say this as far as the Marvel and hero world in general, we have a lot to look forward to, right? Hell yes, we do. <laughs> so we may be stressed, we may be depressed, we're definitely not well dressed but we're ready for all the new hero stuff coming out. I was going to say, please don't say well-dressed. Nope, I'm wearing we're not. fuzzy slippers. <laughs> nope, we're not well-dressed. Nope, I, I went with the reality of the situation, which is that we are not well-dressed. There's no way. <sighs> we, we have been on this call for an hour <laughs> looking at cosplays for a convention that we pray we can go to in this year of 2022 in may bro see you guys in, in florida potentially i'm already in florida so hi florida but yes <laughs> yes we are we are hopefully planning to go uh if things turn out better question mark things are looking say, great like, right way. now <laughs> but who knows it seems like it changes every other month oh the I know. CDC recommends that you go see Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> Get your booster shots of uh, Peter Parker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Uh. So for this episode, uh, we just wanted to kind of introduce the new year by talking about last year a little bit. And, <laughs> you know, why focus on the future? We're here to talk about the past. Uh, we're going to talk about our 10 favorite hero related like uh movies or shows so i did i did 10 marvel things uh yeah well i had to be different (laughs) uh because lacy didn't watch the eternals i didn't i didn't watch eternals please don't yell at me please i just didn't find the time to go see it in theaters and then it was all happening so fast. I don't even think it's in theaters anymore. So I got to wait for it to come out on like HBO max or buy it on DVD or whatever the kids Uh, do these days for everybody knows. Uh, so, so everyone's in the know January 16th, the Eternals will be on Disney plus for streaming. Oh yeah. Duh. Disney, not HBO max. What am I thinking? (laughs) Why would HBO max all of a sudden get rights to a Disney? Yeah. Okay, cool. So there you go. Uh, January 16th. Um, at least somewhere around January 16th, I will watch it. Yes. And then we will potentially come back and discuss, or we may not. We'll just, yeah, we may not. It out. May leave it in the dust. If you demand Spill it, it we'll do it. If we watch it again, if I watch it again and we feel the urge that we just have to discuss it, we might, or it could just be like the end of an episode. Hey, that was a good movie. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. All right. See you later. <laughs> Uh, so do you want to start us off with, uh, the bottom of your list, the lowest, yeah, of the low? we're, we're going from 10 to one in this episode. So my number 10 was suicide squad. 
the one that oh. came out in 2021. I wanted it to be on my list because I think it deserved to be on a list for being such an upgrade from the first one. I legitimately enjoyed it. It made me laugh. Like there were a couple of great moments in it. Um, so I just, I love the characters that they chose to be a part of this specific team. Um, so I just, I was, I was about it. I was like, cool, great. Like I had no hopes going into it. And then it surprised me. It was pretty, it was pretty decent. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was like, it was legit. Like I enjoyed it. So I was like, you know what? Because it was such an improvement, it's going to be my number 10. I'm going to put it on the list. It made it. Good job, Suicide Squad. You made it to the list. (laughs) Good job, DC. You're doing great, Sweaty. (laughs) Doing great. All right, what's your number 10? Uh, So like I said at the top of this, mine is all Marvel all the time. And my number 10 was What If. Uh, No surprise there. I didn't enjoy that a whole lot. There was a couple episodes I thought were super good. I wasn't a fan of the animation. It felt very clunky. Uh, For me, anyway, I'm not super into that style of animation. Definitely a newer style we're seeing more often. Yeah, it was like a cross between, between completely animated and realism. Uh, of like the shading and the shadows on the faces and stuff. And then it also felt like the voices didn't match up with the movements of the characters. Uh, like there was a delay in a couple spots and it just threw me out of it. I don't know. I just wasn't into it. I had a higher hopes for what if when they announced it. Cause I was like, that's some really cool stories that they do in the comics. But at the end of the day, there was only two or three episodes that I actually enjoyed and it was like a chore to sit down every week and watch it. Um, but I felt obligated to like I do with every Marvel thing because they've got me now. Those bastards. Those bastards. <laughs> um, okay. Nice. Uh, well, funny enough, my number nine is what if. So <laughs> pretty much the same exact reasons. Like the animation wasn't my favorite. Um, it just didn't, it felt rushed or it felt like they didn't have enough time. However you want to label it, because I've had people argue with me like, oh, well, what if the studio just didn't have time because of da 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 da? I'm like, that's, that's fine. At the end of the day, they still had to rush it then. So yeah. no matter what, it felt Incomplete. rushed, like they didn't have enough time, like there wasn't enough attention or time given to it. So there wasn't enough like thought that went into it um, or just the wrong people were in charge. I'll say that because I know that happens. So something was off with it. So I agree. It was it's near the bottom of my list for that reason. Like I still watched it because it's of course I'm also yeah. sucked in. <laughs> but like every episode, I was pretty disappointed. Basically. Yeah. So my number nine was Venom. Let there be carnage. Uh, because all it gave me was disappointment and a couple of really good action scenes that were still not very good. Um, and my favorite part about the movie, aside from when it ended, was the end credit scene, post credit scene of uh, Peter Parker being introduced into the Venom world or vice versa, whichever way you choose to look at that. So all in all, not a great movie, really disappointed because the first one was 
so surprisingly well done uh, that I had high hopes for this. I still love Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock and Venom, though. So don't come at me for that. But (laughs) (laughs) this this movie was just lacking something. Fair. What are we on now? Eight? Yes, that's how numbers work. (laughs) Well, listen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when you stay up till one o'clock in the morning playing Magic the Gathering with all your nerd <laughs> friends, you don't know what you don't know what time is anymore. You don't you know about so much math that goes into that game. You just forget <laughs> math. You forget numbers. Nothing matters anymore. That's why I don't play it because I can't do math. Back to our list. This number eight. You know, because when we talk about numbers, we get real sidetracked. <laughs> um Number eight for me was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, please don't come at me for that. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. That's so I know. low. Shh, I know. My boys. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. <laughs> it's going to be okay. 2021 is gone. We're okay. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I want to just start by saying I very much enjoyed this show. It's not number eight because I didn't enjoy it. It's number eight because seven through one, I enjoyed more. (laughs) (laughs) So I liked Falcon, the Winter Soldier. I recommend Falcon and the Winter Soldier to friends. There's actually two friends specifically, like they're married. And I always recommend this show to them because I think it aligns with a lot of their belief system. Like, not that it doesn't align with my belief system too. I just think (laughs) that they're like really big, like big, like, like very like out there and activists and you know like speak up and so I just I think that this show is very on par with them um and I'm excited for when they do watch it and tell me what they think so I did enjoy it I did I loved the dialogue between the characters was great the story I thought was good I love how they were realistic with what's going on in the world you know everything i enjoyed it i just enjoyed the other seven things more so it's not low on the list because i didn't enjoy it it's lower on the list because of that but i did very much (laughs) enjoy it also i am changing something i'm putting what if at 10 and suicide squad at nine (laughs) (laughs) we we, uh workshop some problems out real quick (laughs) yeah hold on just pretend that I had what if at 10 and I said all the stuff I hated about it. And then at Suicide Squad, I went, I actually enjoyed this. So it gets to be nine. There you go. <laughs> so what if like Venom was number nine because I actually enjoyed some of it, even though it was bad. Uh, what if I just didn't enjoy as much? So yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually bumping what if to number 10 and Suicide Squad gets to be above. Good job. Woo! Way to go, Suicide Squad. <laughs> Way to go. You beat something Marvel did. Woo! Good job. DC. DC Woo! for the win. Go DC. <laughs> number 10. Number nine. You did it. You did it. Congrats. <laughs> Everyone in the DC like um like film industry is just like, "Woo! We did it." We did it. It's like the Grinch where he does the laugh and he like runs through the the ribbon or whatever and he's finally yeah. a winner. <laughs> We made it on a list and we weren't last. <laughs> um, okay, so what is your number eight? 
my number eight was, and nobody come at me for this, Loki. Wow. Okay, or, let me hear the Because I don't think oh, let me, flying let me, that's fine. That's fine. But that's uh fine. Loki I, fell at number eight because at the end of the, the season, I just didn't feel like it did anything. They broke the okay. multiverse and they gave us Kang, which was cool. But everything that they started at the beginning of the show was like erased by the end of it. Like it didn't matter. Nothing in the show ultimately mattered. They confirm uh, Loki's sexuality at some point, but in the end, it doesn't really matter because he's just in love with himself, uh, which is weird if you think about it. Um, weird, but also on par. Very, very on par with Loki as a individual. Um, I'll make my arguments later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but like, it was a stunning show. Uh, it had one of the best soundtracks to really anything that Marvel has done. The The acting was phenomenal. Tom Hiddleston's Loki is always fun. It just felt very, what was the point to me? Um, you gave us a love story that I didn't really want. That after you watch No Way Home, seeing how those variants interact with each other uh, to the point of like a family love and they call each other like, oh, you guys are like my brothers. I always wanted a brother and stuff. And then you watch Loki where he is like in love with himself and weird shit. It's it's very weird. Um, I just I just feel very weird about about that. But yeah, so Loki, number eight. uh I don't know. I wanted to like it more. I was excited when they announced it. My excitement kind of fell the more I saw promo for it. Like the the font, the posters, the things we got for it didn't feel as enchanting as they should for what the show was. Like okay. it's Loki. We love Loki. Why'd you give me that? So number right. eight. <laughs> right. That's fine. I'll keep my opinion to myself until it's my time. <laughs> okay uh what's seven? your number seven number seven venom oh higher yeah up in the list. it is higher up in my list yes while it did disappoint me to an extent i have a special place in my heart for venom and for carnage um i was a i went into it kind of just like all right i'm probably going to be disappointed i'm probably not going to love it it should be R-rated and it's not, which already just tells me, here we go. But I I think the reason I enjoyed it is for the sole fact that I was happy to see Carnage and Shriek. I know I talked a lot about that a lot in our episode we did on the movie, but like I was happy to see them in a movie. Like that, that brought it up for me a bit because I was like, because they could have done Carnage without Shriek. But like, there's such in the comics, there's such an iconic duo, in my opinion. Like, okay, so they could have easily been like, yeah, we don't need to bring Shriek in. She's not really like integral to this or like important. But they were like, yeah, let's bring Shriek in, and I was like, yeah, hell yeah, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, she's here. Like, you guys totally did a different story and totally messed all that up. Whatever. I'm just glad there was representation of the characters so that's kind of why it fell on seven for me because and then also some of the scenes uh with 
Venom being by himself and like going to other hosts like really got me and were really funny. Yeah, um, there were good moments of the movie. Yeah, so like a lot of the comedic moments were what brought it up for me too. I was like, okay, this is funny. And like even in the comic books, Venom is Venom does that. Venom goes from like I'm going to rip your face off and eat it to like just comedic relief moments and funny moments and like just things you don't expect because he's an alien so or symbiote to be specific but an alien so I just I <laughs> I thought they captured that well I I still think that Venom as a character was captured well in that movie yeah um I still think it's lower on the list but that's okay that's fine that's fine that's, that's, that's okay. fine that's fine that's, that's okay we have not we can- seen each other's lists either uh, no, yeah, we're not looking at each other's <laughs> list. So this is a surprise to each of us. Um, okay, so that's my argument for Venom. Uh, okay. So what is your, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is The Eternals, which you have not seen yet. Which I didn't see. <laughs> so I, I can't even argue against this or, well, that could or tell give you guys, an opinion. Right, that could tell you guys a lot though, that the, the promo for the movie and me telling Lacey about it was not a, enough to entice them to go see it so yeah number seven (laughs) number seven eternals it just there's like 10 or 12 characters that it introduces and you don't get to really focus on any of those characters enough but oddly enough you develop favorite characters like anybody that i've talked to about this movie anytime that they've seen it if they've seen it more than once their favorite character changes each time interesting so yeah and my my favorite part of the movie again there i won't go into it too much because Lacey has not seen it yet uh there was a relationship between two of the characters that i thought was very very pure and wholesome well two sets of a couple of characters um that was very pure very wholesome very loving and then the post-credit scene of which i do think i did tell you about it um, yes, I know a character that we have been anticipating is pretty much introduced. Yes, he is backdoor introduced uh, in the post credit scene. You never see his face, though. Um, and I think I may have been one of very few people in the world that got it as soon as he spoke, uh, because I did see a lot of YouTube videos floating around where people were trying to guess who the character was before it was actually officially announced that I was correct on it. So that feels like a very big win for me because I'm never correct about a single thing ever in my life. So I'm a winner. Eternals is number seven. And I'm very excited for that character to appear in later things. Okay. I respect that. I respect that. Legit. And I, like I said, I am going to see it. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I just, it didn't. The trailers. It, I did have, I went by myself to see this one. Uh, Zach wanted to go see it. He heard some decent things about it, but it is like almost three hours long. Um, yeah, and, and it wasn't long. exciting from the trailers. It really so, wasn't at all. Yeah. And usually I'm very pumped up to go see hero movies. Like it was one of those things where I was like, well, if Ashton wants to go see it, like if he's super into it, then I'll go. And then he was like, no, it doesn't look like it doesn't look fun. And I was like, I feel the same. So let's Which is not weird spend because money. it gave us like it gave us the the Eternals. It gave us the Celestials. You know, uh, you get introduced to like the more cosmic side of 
Marvel yeah in it and it still wasn't enough to get a huge reaction from people so yeah. I don't know I'll know more when I watch it yeah maybe well, my opinion will change maybe, maybe I'll love it maybe we will discuss it I don't know yeah who knows uh we're on six yep what's your six you're welcome by the way because originally originally I had Venom as six and oh. I had my six as seven but now I switched them so my six is Black Widow oh I almost put Venom above Black Widow and I was like I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to offend Leah Oh, <laughs> I was like, I don't want. I was like, you can't I better see not. It, but I'm twirling my mustache. I was like, I better not do that, honestly, because that's gonna just. That, I'm gonna get havoc wreaked on me. I'm gonna ring in the new year just and hang get, up this call. Yeah, like <laughs> you would have just been like, we're done. We're the done podcast here. is done. We've broken up. <laughs> we're just we're over. Um. So yeah. So um. But also because I I agree that it should be above Venom. Like the more I was looking at my list, I was like, you know. <laughs> yeah black widow deserves to be above venom it's like when making these lists i was trying to not let my my personal bias for the character outweigh what was given to us yeah that's that's fair i definitely let my personal bias outweigh a little bit on yeah (laughs) absolutely Uh, yeah with that yeah oh there might be one that i that you let that you let sway you a bit that you let whisper in your ear the sweet temptation to place it higher I was like, I gotta. Uh, yeah, I, I have a feeling I know what it is too, <laughs> but we'll get there later. So number six, Black mm. Widow. Um, I thought it was a great movie. Uh, the dialogue in it, fantastic. Oh my gosh. Oh yes. my gosh. Like the introduction of Yelena. What a great character. Oh my gosh. What a great character. I like, I love her. She's Chef's so kiss for you. Yeah. She is just so funny. Florence oh, Pugh my is a treasure. Yeah. Like so God, just so good. So, um, there were just some things in the movie. The reason why it's number six and not like higher is there were some things in the movie that I was like, well, that doesn't really make sense in the Marvel universe. Like, Oh, there's just a big headquarter, evil headquarters in the sky with masking technology. I seriously doubt that got by Tony Stark's technology, but and sure, shield, you know, like or shield or Tony yeah, Stark I, has satellites in the air. Yeah, I was like, there's no way this dude is just gone unseen. Like, yeah. there's just not. I don't believe that for a second. Um, and then there were just a couple of predictable moments that I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. I saw that coming. Yeah. Um, so, and then I'm still on the fence about taskmaster with it. I don't, I still haven't landed somewhere with that. I still like my feeling, like my feelings won't settle on it. So that's another reason why it's a little lower on the list is because I'm still in my feels about it. So I haven't decided which way I feel about it yet. Um, so, but like I said, good movie would still recommend it to anybody. Um, cause it, it was, it was good. Well done. I do think that they should have released it a lot sooner, mm-hmm. but, but here we are. We got it when we got it. This is true. Yeah. What's That's your number six? True. My number six. Are you ready for this? Okay. Is also black widow. Uh- what? <laughs> What up? We match. You know, on one. 
we we finally got to it uh it's bound to happen on every list but for a lot of the same reasons that you said uh a lot of really predictable moments in black widow the taskmaster reveal i understand why they did it um to try and loop a full circle story around uh i also still feel kind of weird about it um yeah if only because they did have a stunt coordinator play Taskmaster for all of the scenes except for the reveal scene, and it was a man. So they did originally have Taskmaster designed to be a man. And I think it changed halfway through production of writing for the movie that they were like, let's loop it back around to Dracov's daughter to give it a full cycle from the first Avengers movie where Loki gets under Natasha's skin with that but I, I agree with a lot of that that yeah it should have come out five or six years ago yeah uh, especially Just- with the viewing order that you're supposed to watch this movie in um Zach's sister actually watched it the other day having not seen Infinity War Endgame Civil War and that post credit scene really threw her for a loop uh <laughs> Because the yeah. post credit scene in Black Widow is Yelena visiting Natasha's grave because Natasha died in the middle of Avengers Endgame, which is the last movie of that series. Uh, and you're supposed to watch this movie after Civil War and before Infinity War. So that kind of dampens your, uh, your mood Yeah. after you see that. Because I think it's a uh, Civil War, Black Panther, Infinity War, so you kind of get spoiled on some things. So it's number six. I had bigger hopes for this movie. I was very excited for it. I love Florence Pugh. I love uh, Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff. Um, <laughs> I just wanted more. Yeah, give me more. Exactly. Just wanted more. Yeah. So All right. Six. Uh, yeah, I can't. We agree. Yeah. Number six is Black Widow. Yeah. Number five. Uh, for me, Shan Chi. <gasps> no way. No. No, he's not my number. Uh, he's not my number five. Oh. I'm just like okay. that's really low okay. on the list. No, listen. Listen. I listen. I really love this movie. Okay, this movie was fun for me because it gave me like a mix of like. Yeah, our modern superhero thing that we get, but also like when they get to the next year, I'm trying not to make this a spoiler episode when they get to like when they progress in the movie and they go to a different setting. Um, it gave me very big D&D vibes and I was all about that, <laughs> like the music, the fighting, uh, what they were fighting. I was like, oh, my God, this is like the big bad. Like, this is so cool. Uh, so super fun super cool lore very well done like i really love the lore the whole backstory of like where he like where his heritage is from and all of this stuff i was just like this is dope like this is the (laughs) movie i did sign up for so it's once again not low because i didn't like it it's just the other things hit me a little more at home so super good movie uh, once again, I know I've said this a lot, but dialogue matters to me a lot. The dialogue in this, hilarious. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Like, 
great, great writing, great writing, especially, oh my God, just, I don't want to make, I don't want to say spoilers, but super good movie. Um, you don't really have to see the other Marvel movies to watch this one. I think like yeah, not necessarily. you might be a, yeah, you might be like a little lost on the end credit scene, but not by much. Like that's really all you're going to like lose out on really. But besides that, like you don't have to see the other movies, which is cool because you can kind of go just watch this if you want to watch it. So uh, super good. I like that it had its own standalone that they didn't incorporate too much um, other stuff. They just kind of let it be its own thing. So really enjoyed it. Okay. Okay. What's your number five? Uh, My number five, five to one was more like the order for me of the excitement I felt by the time it ended. Okay. Like a full wrap up. So, th- so this is a little, this was difficult. It's a hard choice for me. Uh, Cause this was the show I was the second most excited for. Oh, it was Falcon and the winter soldier. Uh, I love Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes. I loved the show. I loved their dynamic in the show. Like you said, I really liked the message they were putting behind things and the way that the show the characters and then essentially marvel themselves took a stand on things and uh did it without being afraid of what people would think of it um and obviously i love that they chose to go sam wilson as captain america going forward that direction of it because i never thought they would we talked a lot about that in our episode covering falcon and the winter soldier so i won't go into it but I could have, I could have honestly done with like 13 episodes of this show of just Sam and Bucky having to learn to be partners. And it was just that buddy cop banter, you know? Yeah. Very buddy cop. Yeah. Like I could have just done that without any of the side plot line of like the flag smashers and stuff. That's the only thing that really weakened it for me. Um, That's why it was a little lower on my list was the flag smashers that God, that made me, but I love the characters so much and in the dialogue between everybody, the, the way they explored Bucky's PTSD and Sam's hesitancy to become Captain America. So that brought it up higher on my list because originally it was number six, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, number five, Black Widow. But then I had to think about like, which one I enjoyed more by the end of it. Uh, And it was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So Number five are my babies, uh, Sam Wilson and Bucky Burns. All right. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Um, number four. Here's where we're going to disagree and go to battle. <gasps> and you're probably going to be like, really? That's <sighs> your number four? Loki. I put Loki up there. I could see I, that Yeah. I love that show. I want to make the <laughs> argument. Let me say this. Let me let me start with a with a, just a little preface. Just a. I did not enjoy the romance. Ro- <laughs> romance. Romance. Wow. Romance. I. That's mm, what it felt like. I did not. I did not enjoy the romantic storyline that they were like. Yeah, let's slap this in here. I was like, really? Are you really? I would have been more satisfied if it was like mobius being in love with loki (laughs) yes like that would have been fantastic though i really didn't like okay i'll say this this is why it gets a pass loki falling in love with himself 
makes so much sense. It's a very to me. Loki thing, yes. God, just just so about himself and just very God, yeah, that just makes sense. It just makes sense. And honestly, falling in love with like a past version of himself because Loki is very like a little bit more matured while Sylvie is still very much like past Loki. So falling in love with like a less matured version of himself, I was like, wow, that's, yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just didn't like, I'll say this. I didn't like how they did it. Yeah. Like I think, yeah, yeah, it could have been done differently. Um, so that, that's why I was like, that's the only thing I had a gripe with besides that. Um, I love the characters. I love the soundtrack. I loved, um, the introduction of new characters. Um, I loved that, uh, this is the multiverse breaking. Um, like that, I should honestly say one of the multiple ways the multiverse has been broken at this point, (laughs) um, because our little Marvel buddies are really, really tampering. Yeah. They're really pushing their limits. Um, Loki definitely pushed it the farthest. So by quite literally breaking the timeline. Um, so I, I really love this show. I love what it did. Um, that, that one shot scene yeah, where they're just running. I mean, that is, that's forever living in my heart, my head. That scene makes me so happy. Like, so good. God, and then the end of it, like, uh, once again, I don't want to say too much, but I really like the show. I really enjoyed the characters. My only gripe was not that the romance was wrong, but I think they could have done it differently. So I was fine with the fact that they were like romantically involved, but I just think that I almost think they put too much weight on it. That's what it is. Yeah. The entire series depended upon it. Yeah. Like there was too much, too much weight on that. There should have been weight on other things. That's what I wish had been done differently. Like just take the weight off that a little bit. That doesn't need to be a big, big focus. Like it can be just a side thing, but here we are. So that's why it's number four for me because most everything I loved about it. Okay. Fair point. All right. What's your, what's your number four? What's your number <gasps> four, Leah? I'm scared to say it. Are you scared? Well, hold on. Take a minute. Take a minute. Take a minute. I don't want anyone to get mad. Well, <laughs> what if I just get mad because I want to get mad? Uh, I mean, I suppose that is uh, acceptable. I'm trying to think of what you haven't said yet. Uh, All right. You've, you've had a moment. Wow, I think my brain just died in the middle of my word. <laughs> don't defend yourself. Just say it. Don't, <laughs> don't defend yourself. Uh, Be proud of who your number four is. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. So I love I'm calling Shannon right now. Uh, I loved uh-huh. WandaVision. Let me say it one more time. I loved WandaVision. I loved the week by week of just being lost in the sauce and not knowing what was happening. Like the, all of the guessing, the, the community at the time, like I made and reconnected with so many friends because of WandaVision. 
where we just theorized every week and uh I mean you were one of them like like we hadn't talked in a while you know since yeah. I bombarded your house and uh <laughs> since you and Shannon showed up uh, just, uh, showed up <laughs> and I was like hey I'm here <laughs> just slightly just slightly I did ask Shannon several times if it was okay um to be fair Shannon insists that everything is okay I was I was also okay but (laughs) okay (laughs) I feel a little better uh I loved WandaVision I enjoyed WandaVision I think that it is probably the most ambitious and well done thing that Marvel has ever done um but by the end of the series and I say series because there's no plans for season two uh some of the things just were really flat like the ralph boner of it all um and the the tease the setup commercials for dr strange appearing and then last minute they decided they couldn't do it Uh, but they still gave us all of those odd commercials um in the episodes the episodes were only 20 minutes long which was very strange considering every other series we've got for 2021 everything was 30 to 45 minutes long um so it got put into number four just because the top three i enjoyed a lot more at the end but i loved wandavision i'll put that on my tombstone (laughs) what's yours all right okay all right so our top three 2021 and it's a number three leah don't hate me hawkeye Hawkeye's number three. Yeah, number three. I love the show so much. My God, did I love this show. It was so fun. I love the diehard vibe of having this, all this action happening around Christmas time and that Christmas, like, vibe of, oh, in time for Christmas. Like, oh, God, so fun. So well done. Like, I loved focusing on a hero that doesn't have some crazy powers and has to rely on learned skill um, on both aspects for Clint and Kate. So (laughs) I I loved it. I I have nothing (laughs) bad to say about this show. I don't think Uh, nothing, nothing worth diving into on a top 10 list. So it is number three and made the top three. I fully plan on making it a tradition in my home to watch it every Christmas because it's, 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 it's new Christmas movie it's new, or show. So there you go. So it's number okay. three for me. What's your number three? Are you ready for this? Yeah. It's Hawkeye. What? <laughs> Yo! We did it again. <laughs> I thought you were going to hate me because I put it at three. <laughs> I was suspiciously quiet. See that? Uh, <laughs> you were. You were. You didn't really react. So I was like, "Oh God, Leah hates me." Uh, just call disconnects. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just and we're done. Okay. So why is it your number three? Um, I loved Hawkeye. I could only find probably one thing that I didn't love for this, which we will discuss in our Hawkeye episode, which will come next uh after this episode i loved it so much uh i think this is 
one of my favorite, one of my absolute favorite things Marvel has ever given me as a Christmas gift. Uh, it is a very, very diehard, action-packed, ground-level adventure. It's just my top two. By the time I was done with them, I was over the moon and they impacted me and the Marvel Universe a little bit harder, I felt. So this one had to go in the number three spot because of that. I didn't want to put it there, but it had to because of the ending impact of the other two. <laughs> so I won't talk okay. too much about Hawkeye because we're going to do a whole separate episode just diving deep on Hawkeye. So I don't want to do it here because I'll never shut the hell up. Yeah, I, that's why I was like, if there are things that I was like not cool with, I was like, eh, it's not to the extent of why we'll talk here yeah so but Hawkeye is my baby I love my little Hawkeyes uh everybody knows that so we'll get there um number two number two we're getting there Ooh, we're almost at the end what's your number um, two WandaVision okay so I'm Shannon's new favorite now because you put WandaVision <laughs> too low and uh, I know she's going to hate you now. So I'm, I'm Shannon's <laughs> new favorite. Maybe Shannon will talk to me now. <laughs> just stop ignoring. <laughs> this this whole episode is actually us just talking about Shannon. <laughs> Basically. So when Shannon does listen to this, uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Special shout out to you. We'll know um, if she doesn't listen to the show then. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That's how we're going to catch her. <laughs> we're we're going to show up in California and be like, we gotcha. And then she'll be like, you guys are here. And we'll be like, yeah, now let's go Only to Disney to again. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go to Disney again. Okay, but um, I would do that. <laughs> um. So yes, number two was uh, was WandaVision for me. Um. I guess part of it is, like you were talking about, reconnecting. I got to reconnect with you. It literally jumpstart our podcast. And that holds a special place in my heart because that show coming out, like we were talking about something else entirely. Like we were talking about doing a podcast that was like, about psychological things and we were going to debate on things which is still fun and maybe we'll do it sometime but you know WandaVision was being announced and then we started talking about it and we discovered wait a second we're both like huge comic nerds hold on a second wait you have a collection (laughs) of comic books too wait you also get by the Funko Pops wait you hold on a minute I can't believe none of this came up. Right. When I was in like Florida, the though. first time we met, none of this came up. Like none of it. Like, I think I vaguely mentioned that I liked horror yeah, movies and that-, and that was it. But to be fair, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know yeah. anybody I was with. Even the person I flew to Florida with, I did yeah. not know very yeah. well. Yeah. So, I mean, that yeah, was very so out just, of my element. Like we just didn't really talk as much when we first met. So WandaVision was like our icebreaker. And so that's why it's got some personal bias on it because it brought our show together and I love doing our show even in the moments where I'm super like depressed and don't want to do it or like think I don't want to do it once we're like on here recording I'm like oh this is such a nice feeling I'm enjoying myself and 
Like that's nice. <laughs> like it's something I can say that I do every week with like one of my best friends, and that's that's fun. Also, so besides the you know sentimental stuff behind it, <laughs> all the sentimental <laughs> stuff that absolutely pushed it a little higher on this list. Um, I really I I loved it. I thought it was. I thought wow, this is like what they're starting with. Like they just yeah bust out the gate and they were like you have you just have no idea what's going on like the first few episodes like you're just like following along and then things are changing rapidly you're like trying to keep up you're like what is happening ah and then um it's lucky it made it to number two because yes the big freaking play on my heart with Quicksilver showing up. Oh, the biggest, the biggest. It's like both the 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 biggest letdown and the biggest joke, like the funniest joke. They got us. Was just the big ad, and I I'll take it. You know what? I still think it's a a chance that there's more in the future. So that's how I took it. I was like, fine, we're making a joke now, but that doesn't mean it'll be a joke later. Um, once again, I don't want to get too into the spoilers. It was our first episode, but if you're, you know, listening to later episodes, I don't want to go too deep into WandaVision. Um, so I don't want to say what happens to characters too much, but it, it was a fun ride. Um, also, the best song came out of that show. WandaVision, Oh, see, I was thinking of the other one. Which one were you thinking of? It's with Agatha all along. <laughs> when that song came out, I heard nothing but that song. Like everyone was just listening to it. And I was like, this is a bop. It cha- yeah. it uh tops some charts too. Yeah, it literally it literally was on music charts. It I think it won an award. So much. <laughs> like such a good song. A lot of oh, good oh came out of WandaVision. Like they they yes. took a big chance on it. Ultimately, I think they succeeded. Um, I do too. And I, I don't think, think we're ever going yeah. to get an experience like WandaVision again. No, I think that that is that was something that they that they created and they gave to us, and I don't think we'll ever give it again. And I I one hundred percent will say without without problem of admitting it that some of my nostalgia and sentimental feelings towards the show are absolutely covering some of the problems I had with the show. So I I know that there were things in the show like I had one friend that watched it and said well when they did the recap there were things in the recap that didn't happen and I was like yeah I noticed that too. <laughs> it was a little weird. Um, yeah, you could tell that, that felt this, strange. Yeah, this, the WandaVision was a victim of uh, COVID. Of the Panini. Of the Panini. They had to stop the production for months and then come back and rush to finish the last couple episodes. They had to adjust character appearances and storylines. So it makes you run, wonder, like, what could have been? Like, yeah. what were they doing originally? Yep. Yep. So... But it's my number two. I loved it. It's always going to hold a special place in my heart. Um, What was your number two? So my number two was about a superhero and a super good time with some super friends (laughs) and super chaos. 
but in like a fun, punchy way. Okay. My number two was Shang-Chi. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He was number two. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. That's that. This is, this is why the struggle was there with Hawkeye. Uh, and I had to, I had to look at it from the big picture of how did I feel at the end of it? And what kind of impact did it leave for our, my favorite cinematic universe of comic books? I felt Shang-Chi at the end that you, we got an awesome origin story that was unlike some of the other ones we've been given before. We got to see a brand new character that was very, very weirdly and problematically created uh, in the comic books and has been kind of overlooked for a little while, but they brought it back in a way that really felt true. And they did it in such a beautiful style. Everything about the movie was beautiful. The dialogue, the characters, the choreography, like the whole episode we did over Shang-Chi kind of goes into that a little bit more. But by the end of the movie, I just wanted to know where these characters were going next. You know, what are they going to do with him? What are the Ten Rings going to do? the costumes. The costuming was gorgeous. So so good. The way that they combined comic book lore with traditional Asian lore. With yes. the, the creatures and the mythos behind uh, what Kung Fu is and martial arts and stuff like that. And then the way that they brought in people to work on this movie that deeply understand that. Like, it just felt like a reset for what the superhero genre is, if that makes sense. And it, it gave hope to a lot of people out there that like we're going to start to see more diversity in these movies and in this universe with characters that were not as popular for so long so that's why i ended up in my number two spot <sighs> okay i respect that i respect yeah. that like i said super good movie it was super, it was super really good. good so i've seen I it think three I, times I now it. yeah i think i've watched it three I, or four times and it holds up each time yeah and i think it absolutely deserves a high spot um on a list didn't make it on it didn't wasn't high on my list because of other <laughs> reasons but i still think it deserved like it's hard right it's hard to go through these like medias like the higher you get on the list it's harder to place them yeah but like i'm glad it was higher on your list because i do think it deserves that recognition yeah it was it was a beautiful movie and i love simu Lau, so I love him. Number one. 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 Number Number gosh absolutely the best movie the best movie of the year movie of the year i don't give give it roses i had to i had right i had to very casually to one of my friends and he he is um a professional photographer a filmographer um so he watches some crazy movies that that are just pure art right 
you know, so I had to very casually just be like, oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, Spider-Man, best, best movie, best superhero movie. Of course, I would never compare it to, to other medias. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just best superhero movie. And in my head, I was like, no, it's the best movie. It's just it's the, the best, best movie, movie I've ever seen. This is uh. the best movie. It's just so good. Like, I have no gripes, really, with it. I don't think we released our <laughs> Spider-Man episode. Right? I don't think I had any major gripes with it. I was just on a fun ride from the get-go. Super happy. Super stoked everything they did. Man, wow. Wowie wowzers. Oh. Wow. Wow, 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 number one. It was one. just so good. It was so good. And and I know uh, nostalgia played a little part in that for a lot of people on why this movie yeah, was so good. But that did. didn't, it didn't really play a part into it for me, though. Like, oh, okay, okay. Because I've said it before, you know, in, in our top heroes list our spider-man episode tom holland's version of spider-man is my favorite spider-man uh i know that's controversial on the internet to say everyone's that. got their own favorite who cares they're all good in their own way but his version of spider-man peter parker is the truest one for me uh so the nostalgia of that movie of spider-man the way home came in for the villains for me because we got doc ock we got green goblin we got Electro, and I, I guess the lizard, if you count him in the movie. Uh, he didn't do much. But He really didn't do much. So the villains were the only nostalgic bit for me. Other than that, it was just a really fucking good movie. Like, really good. The blend of media. Like, you could tell that they took a lot of inspiration from the Spider-Man game. Uh, they took from that. They took from the comic books, from the other movies, and they blended it all so beautifully and they gave us this event this true comic book crossover event in a movie that I don't think that they could do with any other characters any other heroes in any other media and it be as satisfying at the end like Spider-Man No Way Home was yeah I mean it like I don't even feel like there's really anything I can add like it was just fantastic it was wonderful, fantastic, show-stopping, amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. I've seen it twice now in theaters. Um, potentially was going to go again this weekend to take my son, my three-year-old son, who is obsessed with Spider-Man. Fantastic. Number one. Number one. I'm so, I, I had a feeling, I had something in my gut said, we're both putting Spider-Man at the top. Like, we were both very aware yeah. that spider-man deserves to be in the number one role isn't it weird my list started and ended with both a spider-man appearance yeah it did wow because wasn't your last yeah. or it was i what was your number t- well wait hold on no because wasn't your number 10 what if oh was it oh i changed it that's why yeah yeah well, Spider-Man was in What If, just not as much as I would have liked him. Yeah, that would have made that better if there was more Spider-Man. I changed my number 10 from Venom to What If, based on enjoyment. Because I st- when I started making my, my top 10 list, I started with number 10 being Venom, and then I filled number one as Spider-Man, and then I filled the rest of them in around that. <laughs> there was never a version of this where Spider-Man was not number one. So what, okay, so let's talk about this. So that, that was our list for media like shows and movies but i think real quick we should include because we we are a comic book culture podcast um what are some comics that maybe didn't come out in 2021 but but that you read in 2021 and you were like 
I'm really enjoying this because I've, I've got, I've got some that okay. I read last year and I was like, wow, I really like this. And not necessarily that it came out in 2021, but you know, I read them in 2021. Um, let's see. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll start out. Okay. Um, now mind you, I believe that the release for this series was a couple years ago, but it's been ongoing. Oh God. When did it start? I'm not going to take the time to look it up. I'm not going to be like that today. Um, the, uh, newer Excalibur series for X-Men I had a lot of fun with I kept up on it I like well I should say I was keeping up on it I'm a little behind now because I haven't gotten to the stores to buy the next copies um but I I really like the series um for other Rogue and Gambit fans out there there's a lot of really great moments between the two of them in the series so I automatically enjoyed it because of that um I read the holiday special for x-men uh last year which was really really good um it was it was very just it was just fun it was just light-hearted and fun there wasn't like any pressure or expectation it was just like oh look the characters are doing the things they do and I like that nice. <laughs> um let me see what else because I've got them all here uh oh yes last year was also the first time I read Avengers versus X-Men super good really loved it um I disagree with some of the fights but that's me and I'm biased so of I course I was gonna say I had to stop reading Avengers versus X-Men because I just didn't like a lot of it Oh, I liked it. I just didn't agree with some of the winners of the fights. Yeah, like I'm gonna go back and like finish it, like the whole the whole series of that, so that because that leads into the, like the House of M, yeah stuff. So like I'm gonna I go will, back and yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do it all, you know, because I, I have I bought all of them. Uh, yeah, but and I had, not, I had not to take a break. To, <laughs> not to spoil. Well, I don't want to spoil it for you. I mean, you, you can. It's been out for like 10 years. <laughs> okay, that's true. It has been out for a while. So really, I know like, some of it. It's just I wanted yeah. to physically sit down and like view it with Obvi- my own eyeballs, you know? Yeah. And this this is not a fight I disagreed with. Um, This is a fight that I was like, that's fair. Uh, There's a fight between Captain America and Gambit. And okay. it's, I will say this. Obviously, I would want Gambit to win, but obviously, I know there's no chance in hell. I was um, gonna say, oh. yeah, the, no, no, I Captain America's a strategy guy. Yeah, I don't. Gambit is very on a quick whim, and I think in one-on-one battles, he's actually weaker. Um, I I think he plays off others a lot, so I understand. And also, I just think Captain America is stronger, so. I totally understand why Captain America won. What I at least liked is that when the fight first happens, Captain America is like on the phone with somebody like on an earpiece and not taking the fight seriously. (laughs) And Gambit wrecks his shit for that reason. Like the midway point of the fight is Gambit winning. Like he's Mm -hmm. starting to win because Captain America is just not giving him the attention he deserves. Um, And basically once that happens... Once Gambit totally like wrecks him, Captain America hangs up the call and is just like, okay, now you have my attention. And it's like, well, yeah, he should have from the start. He's still a powerful mutant. Like 
you disrespected him by not being in the fight. And that's why he got the upper hand on you for a while. So I like how they did that. I like how they showed that, like, you still need to take Gambit seriously because he is powerful. But once you fully focus on him in a one-on-one, you're depending on who you are, you're probably going to (laughs) win. He's more of a getaway guy. He's not really someone who like always finishes fights. That's true. Yeah. So it, it made sense. Like, I totally get it. I'm just happy. I was happy with that, how they did that. And then my last one um, was, uh, where is it? Um, Deadpool kills Marvel universe. I read that last year and it was, it was really fun. I liked it. So I can't believe we're saying last year. (laughs) Yeah. Last year, last year, last year. Disgusting. So Excalibur, Deadpool kills Marvel universe. Um, and then Avengers versus X-Men all very fun. I read a lot more than that last year, but um, those are probably some of the most fun. Because I don't think I read Mr. and Mrs., the series after uh, Gambit and Rogue get married. I don't think I read that last year. I think I read it the year before. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't include that. Um, but yeah, so all, all of the series, all of the comics I just mentioned, very fun. Um would recommend yeah and i enjoyed nightcrawler too when we did our nightcrawler yeah. episode yeah nightcrawler was fun my yeah. crazy blue elf that was a little, a little that was that was my depression story for the year yeah man made me sad yeah i was like okay well this is that's enough sadness for me <laughs> yeah so i just Basically. wanted to mention yeah so what are some comics that that you read last year that you were like oh this was good well, I read a couple that were not good, so I won't talk about those. Uh, <laughs> oh, you can. Hey, mention if you want to mention the not great ones. All right. Well, one of the ones that I started reading and then I kind of stopped in the middle of it was um, the 2010 Black Cat run, like a four issues run of the amazing Black Cat or whatever. Um, I wanted to like it. I just didn't. I got bored in the middle of it. Uh, yeah, I just got bored. There's nothing to say about that. But uh, I did read the entirety of the 2018-2019 West Coast Avengers. I think it was like 10 issues uh, featuring Kate Bishop as the leader of the uh, uh, West Coast Avengers. So that was a lot of fun. That's also going to be talked about a little bit in our Hawkeye episode. So I don't really want to go into that. Um, but you're the reason I'm going to read that series. Yes, that's going to uh, be one of my series for this year that I read. Yeah. So the West Coast Avengers, very fun, features my two little birds, uh, Hawkeye and Hawkeye, um, and a bunch of other really fun characters. I also picked back up Nick Spencer's The Amazing Spider-Man and read okay. probably 80 issues of that before I had to take a little break. Um, I mean, that's fair. That's very fair. <laughs> I'm like, I think there's like 80 something issues. Out, I don't know. Uh, Your attention span is greater than mine. I was just trying to get somewhere in that. Now I got to start somewhere in the back because I kind of took too long of a break. You know, I'm also ongoing reading Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil. Can't talk enough about that. Uh, it's reading into Devil's Reign, which I did pick up the first issue of that. I uh, haven't started it yet. That's going to be my 2020 
thing as well as the new Hawkeye Kate Bishop that I just picked up yesterday. That is a new ongoing series, which we'll talk about that once, once we get into it. But I did some Alaya. I read, uh, <laughs> when I was in my Amazing Spider-Man phase, I read the 2021 mini series that reintroduces Silk. Uh, Ooh, okay. Cindy Moon. That was just like a standalone thing. It was really fun. So I, I read a few things, you know, like Craven's Last Hunt, One More Day, like uh, the mini series of Morbius that we did. So I think you may have read some of that too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I read some of the, the Spider-Verse stuff and the Avengers versus X-Men, but I, I had to take a break from that too. I Like I said, that's fair. I took a lot of breaks this year, <laughs> last year. <laughs> it's easy to do when you're reading comics. You know, it's easy to be like, okay, well, this isn't capturing me that much. I'm going to try a different story. Yeah, so now I've got a little list of things that I got to go back and read that are tie-ins to things and completions of series and stuff because Zadarsky's uh, Daredevil standalone is wrapping up or is wrapped up. I don't remember. I fell behind a little bit on it because I just got really busy. So I'm back on issue uh, 28, I think, is where I'm at. Okay, nice. Yes. So we had a good year. Yeah, it was it was a good year. It was a good year for comics, uh, comic reading, I should say. Um, I mean, like, Excalibur was updating last year, and it's still updating, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, I that was like the one thing that was getting made last year, too, that I... I kept up with mm-hmm. part. Yep. Um, I was trying to keep up on Trial of Magneto. Uh, oh, God, I haven't started it yet, but I want to. Oh, I think I only read like the first two or three issues of it. So, because I got to go back and read uh, the Hellfire Gala and stuff like that. So, that might end said, up. said it's so good. Yeah. It may end up just being like a, a Marvel Unlimited read instead yeah. of me physically buying it, reading it. Um, I also want to start some Moon Knight stuff yeah that's on the list for 2022 before moon knight actually hits disney plus this year yeah as well as some more blade read read some more blade stuff uh what are you trying to read for 2022 um probably um continue excalibur since it's still coming out i want to get the hellfire gala done um I own it. I just haven't read it. Like I just haven't, <laughs> I just haven't made myself sit down and read it yet. Yeah. So that's really all it is. Um, I want to read Trial of Magneto because God, everyone just says it's everything I read about is everyone's like, it's so good. And I'm like, ah, okay. the first issue is exceptionally well done. And it's very like, it just leaves you feeling kind of weird. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. I like yeah. that sometimes. Um, and then I really, this is so random and I feel like just out of left field like just odd but i really want to start reading the spawn comics i just don't know where to start oh yeah i have no idea zach wanted to start them i think he bought some uh we ain't started that yet yeah like every time i walk in a comic book store i go look at the spawn comics they have and i'm like but i just don't know where to start and also they'll have like uh number three or number five or number two and i'm like I, I need one. number one. <laughs> yeah, I need number one to start this to understand what's happening. But like, I would love to get like an origin story for Spawn um, comic book and read about that. Uh, 
he's just a character that looks interesting and I don't know a lot about mm-hmm. and I want to know more about yeah. him. So that is something that's on the list for 2022 yeah. that I want to get into. Outside of superheroes, uh, the Witcher comics is on my list. I have the, the whole book. I just haven't sat down to read it yet. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I think they're not really comics as much as they are, gra- I guess, because graphic they're like, novel yeah, novels. Yeah. Type um, deal. Yeah. Same, They've got same pictures with premise. Yeah, yeah. Same premise. Um, I would love to read The Adventure Zone. For those of you who listen to the D&D podcast that the McElroy brothers do, uh, the Adventure Zone, had, they've been releasing their balance campaign in graphic novel form, um, which is super cool. And I would love to actually sit, because I've already listened to the whole podcast, like I know what happens, but like to actually get to like physically see it is something i really want to do so that's also on my list of like i would like to get this going okay uh yeah as like a non-superhero thing right yeah uh every once in a while it's nice to pepper in a little non-superheroes uh yeah always come back to but uh, you know deviations a little good so yeah and there are some great comics out there that are not superhero related like and i i feel like you know we don't we don't talk about it a lot and you know, last year there was just so like Marvel was just like, here's another thing, and here's another thing, and here's oh, another I know. thing. Oh, no, we just got beat up. Yeah, we got we got wrapped up in it. But I think maybe a challenge for this year is maybe maybe once a month we should do like non-superhero comic series. Yeah. Like pick a series, like a short series that like an indie author or somebody's released, read it, and then give our thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think that, that would be, be fun. fun. Yeah. I uh <laughs> picked up I love uh, how we both said that I know like, oh, be fun <laughs> be fun let's do that I picked up the first issue uh I cannot remember the author or who put it out it is called he who fights monsters um, that already sounds like something I would like right I saw that and was like that sounds sick so I bought it uh I wanted to start reading um sweet tooth because the show came out yeah and I ended up watching the show and I was like this is a very interesting concept and yeah. I know that I believe originally it was a comic book. Yes. Uh, so I would love to read the comic as well, just to see if there's any differences or like what they did. But sweet, yeah. So uh, Sweet Tooth on my list. Um, what's that one? Uh, there's one comic series that like, God, I, I kept hearing about it. Everyone um, kept talking about it. And I was like, man, I really want to read it. But once again, you know, time gets away from me. I Is it The Walking Dead? No, 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 no. It's always the one that everyone's like, you should read that. Nope. And I will not. No, something is killing the children. Oh, yeah. Okay. I saw that at the shop the other day. Yeah, I see. And I have had multiple people like talk about it and be like, it's really good. And I'm just like, okay, so I just need to like buckle down and go buy it. And like at this point, I'll probably instead of buying the separate comics, I'll probably buy like the volumes where like it's multiple in one. Yeah. Since it's been out for a bit. So that's something that I would like to I, I like horror things a lot. So a lot of people say that it's pretty good. So that's that's something that I saw in the stores a lot and I just kept not picking it up. Um, which of course some of it's money related, right? Like I can't buy everything I want, unfortunately. We're not like famous podcasters yet. Maybe <laughs> one day. 
maybe one day we can just get money for doing this and then spend our money on all the things right um yeah so some something is killing the children looks really interesting so yeah i like that i like that i think that's a good plan maybe we'll we'll pick something once a month It'll be like maybe an end of the month thing. And that way we give ourselves a month to read it and then we'll review it and we'll tell you. So I think, I think some indie stuff or non-superhero stuff deserves some attention. Yeah. That can be uh, one of our 2022 goals. You know, maybe like you said, once a month or so sit yeah. down, dedicate to an issue. Yeah. And just be like, you know, like we talked about our heroes and all of our stuff and whatnot but this time we're going to talk about this um and the vein of saying all of that what is your 2022 uh, comic movie that you were the most excited like for? right right yeah i'll say at the moment at the moment um yeah. because man does that change um god that's not even a fair question <laughs> i feel like well which one are you which one have you put the most thought into question can i give like three of them can i give three okay okay i'm and i'm not gonna say why this is just my right now in this moment knowing that i don't know how they're gonna turn out i am just purely excited for them in this moment it's gonna be in no specific order because i don't know how to rank them yet uh spider-man across the spider-verse super stoked for another miles morales crazy shit show um morbius obviously (laughs) jared leto creeps me out as a person but his acting good him as morbius makes sense he's gonna bring that creepy energy i know (laughs) he has in him right to the character uh and then dr strange multiverse of madness for so many reasons it's too many to list so those are like my like top three that i think about a lot okay that's pretty solid yeah that's right now could change everything can change i know everything i'm like can change. i forgot uh spider-verse was coming out this year yeah so that kind of yeah, like and, and that first movie was yeah. really good i know it was surprisingly so good uh, it was wow it was so good so um anyway yes yeah, so those are my top three in no specific order that i'm excited about what about you you don't have to do a top three just you can just tell me what you're excited about oh okay uh let's see I am. Well, that hurts now. So before you mentioned the Spider-Verse movie that I had completely forgotten about, uh, it was going to be The Batman, um, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, and Morbius. Hell yeah. Yeah. I I would like to give an honorable mention to The Batman because Riddler is my favorite Batman villain. And he is in it. So that automatically does make me excited to see it. So that does have an honorable mention for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, Looks like it's going to be a really good movie. Uh, Morbius looks like it's going to be surprisingly really good. We know Doctor Strange is going to be good. So. They'd have have to to really mess that up for it to not be good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was our wrap up for. 2021 yeah that was our 2021 wrap up what we're looking forward to in 2022 um i guess uh welcome to our planning in our brains (laughs) because we've been on a little adventure of how we plan things and come up with things so if um okay yeah so 
Uh, thank you guys for listening. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2022. Uh, we're super excited to have you here. And, you know, thanks for thanks for listening. And thank you for, you know, just being here. It means a lot. It really yes. does. We it love really, it here. We love you. Yeah. We just love doing this. And so anyone who listens just makes our nerdy little hearts leap with joy. Yes. We can't wait to bring you Hawkeye uh, very, very soon. Well, let's go ahead and end this episode and say goodbye. Bye. Bye.